Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Randy Angeles. Ruther. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get the gat! <laughs> that was a good one. We're going with the double co-host for a few minutes here, Andy. Randy Ruther flew up. He was like, I said, I want to be a part of 800, but it wasn't going to work out with the way he was like, the numbers aren't going to work out. Even if the Bengals win a playoff game, I won't be able to co-host 800. And then I was like, well, I guess if you won two games, you would co-host 800. And here he is in his Harambe Jersey. I do respect the Harambe Jersey. Well, look, well, look, you guys got some Miller lights. I got my kombucha. We'll, we'll cheers to 800. We'll cheers to Randy cheers. Ruther. <laughs> I guess we have to start there. I mean, this, this, <laughs> this was an insane divisional round. The craziest we've ever seen. I the think best. might we say it's been the two best days of football that we've seen in a long time. It has been, and it's been crushing for me for some reason. Yeah. I mean, it was what's crazy is it was every game essentially ended with uh, the away team winning on a field. Like they showed before during the last game, the three divisional games had been decided by nine points prior to obviously the six point overtime loss of your bills. A lot of people talking about the Ruther curse, essentially every team you picked failing. I'm sick of hearing about that shit for the record. I'm sick of that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I picked, I picked the Super Bowl last year. I picked the, that's not easy to do. I picked the, the two finalists. I picked the champion. Name five things that I've cursed. Name five. I bet you can't do it. Oh, I mean, not off the top of my head, but I know there are five. But like five things, like I, I get picks wrong all the time. I mean, sure. you reverse the curse, and that's why he's here. But you said, you essentially, yeah, I mean, the, Cincinnati Bengals this offseason since you I mean you 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 jumped off the Bengals bandwagon they immediately went to shit then they got their savior quarterback and now they won their first ever road playoff game they won two playoff games after you said they're not going to win any playoff games the Cincinnati Bengals and your Zach Taylor are in the AFC championship game well, first of all, I, look, I said that would be a good game. And obviously we can start there. That was the best <laughs> matchup for them. I, I think you 100%. would you would you would agree, right? Justin, 100%. a.k.a. Randy, like that was the best matchup for the Bengals. They've had the best playoff route that they could have had, including today, including today. I agree. I, I, I like their odds much better against Kansas City. Those than DBs Buffalo. were getting exposed today. And that wasn't the Bengals receiving core they were against. Sure. But I am with you, Andy. Our O-line must have been collecting unemployment checks or something this Friday, like Saturday. 
They were off. Well, let's talk about that too, because here's the thing. We've all been, I, I'm, I'm the king of criticizing quarterbacks who hold the ball too long. And it was, it was definitely, I would say that was a five, four combo offensive line and burrow, like just not getting rid of the ball. Like that was a, that was a gigantic disaster. I mean, it's, it, it gave me shades of, uh, the Giants game at San Francisco where Eli got sacked seven times in a win, except I didn't, I didn't put any of that game on Eli Manning holding the ball. That was like a cra- that crazy pass rush that the, you know, the Niners had, but you bring tons of pressure, you know, the, the Titans play really well. The offensive line plays bad. Joe Burrow holds the ball too long. They Zach Taylor makes some reckless decisions to not have, ever one like safety valve guy that's dropping two yards off the line and giving him somebody to throw to if he can't get rid of the ball fast enough. And, but it's crazy. That being said, nine, nine sacks and you win the game. That's most, ev- mo- most ever for a win. Most ever. And he was at a lot more besides that, obviously. Look, I, I I think there's always going to be the debate, right, of of the Sewell and and Chase. I think I I I think this game is like an interesting. Hey, Chase has a great game. Burrow also gets lit up. You know what I'm saying? Like I think right. I think almost the debate is is brought back where it's like both people could be right on that debate. Um, obviously, looking ahead in the off season, not that we're doing that yet, but. I mean, they got it. They got to do something for him. It's like me at the strip bar. If you're under 300 pounds, we don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, Randy Ruther's coming, here. Coming in with a Randy Ruther original. Can, can big girls get a who day? <laughs> so I, I wanted to hear, obviously, what you guys think. To me, that, that game boils down to it, it just boils down to Ryan Tannehill. And, and, that and keep, uh, no McPherson. Yeah. McPherson's like Billy Cundiff-esque at this point already. <laughs> well, well, don't don't we agree? Like, like I had zero doubt that he was going to miss that. Like, no. I think he's that good. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's doing trick shots in college. I mean, it seemed like a crazy thing. A lot of people shit on the pick, but like, you go get a guy in the fifth round, and he's just going to make every kick. It's like great. Like right. he's won multiple games for the Bengals this year. Like, that so way. he's made seven field goals. Am I correct? In two playoff games, I think so. Seven or eight it was one of the two. Right. So, yeah. so he had he had what three, or is it six? He had three against the Raiders, and he had three he had again. Four. Was it three yesterday? Yeah. So he's got six already. He's six four six. Yeah. But. A lot of coaching decisions in a lot of these games, and, and I would go back to the Tennessee game. They they get the ball right inside the Bengals 10 for their first drive in the second half, just off runs. Mm-hmm. And they throw it. And it's an instant pick. Like my, my thing is if the running game's working, don't pass the ball. Well, and that was the thing in the in the beginning of the game. I don't know how healthy Derrick Henry was or wasn't. Obviously, he didn't look like the dominant self that he has had in the past, but like what his level, you know, he said he was playing because he felt good enough to play. I was shocked. Like the, they opened the game and I was talking to Justin about this. They opened the game with this, the, the Titans have the ball 
CBS has a shot of like Derrick Henry's eyes in the backfield. Like I'm looking in the guy's face mask and I'm like, yeah, this is what I should be looking at. They're going off tackle to start the game, setting a tone, see what happens. They go like play action. He immediately throws a pick. I'm just like this. It seems like some of these coaches and McVay was definitely guilty of it today is like, don't outsmart yourself. Like keep, for McVay today, it's like, keep your foot on the gas. Like, what are you doing? And it, it just seemed like you have Derrick Henry back. There's this sort of scientific study of, does Derrick Henry make Tannehill better? Or does Tannehill make Derrick Henry better? Like, it seems like they're almost like perfectly intertwined in revitalizing each other's like seasons a couple of years ago. And you start by like not giving him the ball and then not really giving him the ball in those key situations or your other running back for that matter. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill didn't play well at all. Well, I mean, Foreman had four rushes for 66 yards. Yeah. Like my yeah. point is he had that big 45 yard run. Why yeah. are you not, if Henry's a little banged up and he probably was, why are you? Cause they, they still, they still rush for 140 yards. Mm-hmm. Like they still, I, I I think you, you know it's those three plays and and that last interception, dude. Take the game into overtime. You're at home. That forced throw. I think Tennessee has to seriously evaluate their situation moving forward. Because and because and, and and here's the thing. And here's why. Because this is your kind of ceiling at this point. And you know we had a couple games this weekend. Obviously not so much in the Niners Packers game, but otherwise throughout these playoffs and obviously Mahomes and Allen are on like a level all their own right now. Stafford is playing great. And Tom Brady's sort of obviously on the decline a little bit. Um, but I would say that every single game with the exception of the snowy Packers game throughout two rounds has been played, has been won by the quarterback. Sure. Who's better slash who plays better, whatever. It's like, you're now the Tennessee Titans in a conference with Mahomes, Burrow, uh, Allen, Herbert. Like, you're where, where do you come in? Like, you don't want to have the ninth best quarterback in your conference. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so take me through your thought process this, this game, Justin. Are, are you like, what's the emotion? The Bengals get out, they get obviously. out that interception, like. I first flew back. I flew back. First off, I flew back Saturday morning to watch it at the Bengals bar here in LA with all There's my Bengals. Bengals wh- where's the Bengals bar? Well, it used to be Barney's until COVID on the promenade. We all went to Thunderbird in Santa Monica. Okay. And we were all there having a blast. And, you know, we're nervous. It's the Bengals, obviously. Uh, but that first interception of the game, like it erupted in there. Like we were going nuts. But once again, like we talked about last week, on those turnovers going forward, you can't settle for field goals anymore on those. You need to – the thing that I kept saying was they had to score early and fast. So no matter what, Henry wouldn't even be used in the game. And Henry got what we thought he was going to get. We knew he was going to get a touchdown. We knew he was going to get, I said, 85 to 100 yards. And if you could hold him right there, that's fine because – Eventually, what the Bengals needed was Tannehill and Burrow to get into a shootout. And we saw what happened with that. But when they were up by 10, 
I wasn't even, I was like, no, we need to be up by more. This is not. And then and the Bengals got their asses beat in the third quarter. Like Tennessee was like, okay, we got you guys now. And then the fourth quarter, it was, you know, like you've brought up many times yourself. The Bengals in the fourth quarter is a little, a little scary, but I'll be damned if they didn't. But they weren't losing. Up. That's that's the key stat. Exactly. exactly. They, they weren't losing heading into the fourth quarter. And I made I uh, said that stat many a times after a few Miller lights to everybody multiple times. They're like, yeah, you've told us this countless times. And I was like, we cannot be losing going into the fourth but, quarter. But that's see that. And that's my number one. Like, that's my Zach Taylor. Like, that's that's right out of Andy Ruth. They're like, come on, dude, you're a coach. You've never won an NFL game when you're losing heading in the fourth quarter. Not well, once. First of all, well, first of all, like listen, see, this is where Andy like not once. This is this is the this is your dug into your foxhole. The guy took over one of the worst franchises in football. He's been coaching them for three years. Dude, I think I, I think uh, again with, with Joe Burrow. I think we all agree at this point. He's that like he he's that good. I don't care who his fucking coaches. Like I, I think Burrow's that good. And that's what I tried to say. And that fucker from Detroit said some shit. <laughs> I said he could have had Urban Meyer, and he'd have still been going to the playoffs. And that fucker's so butthurt that Urban Meyer owns Michigan and had to say some. I'm sorry. But I mean, at this point, you got like Andy. We're now we're now in the AFC Championship game in Zach Taylor's third year. Like we gotta we gotta give the guy some credit, right? Dude, I mean, Vrabel is a great coach. Uh, how? Oh, okay, like I like I brought up last week. Like, do you think Mike McCarthy's a good coach? No. But he what won is a Super that? Bowl? Yeah, he won. He won a Super Bowl, and we have ten. We have Hold how, on, how because, many years? Because who does he have though? Who does he have? Who did he have? Yeah, but but we're not we're not talking about third. Honestly, second year Joe Burrow is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. All, all I'm saying is I, I, I think, I think if Burrow stayed healthy, I think he, you know, what's the limit for his career? Like, like, I think Burrow is that good. I, I I'm just saying like, I I'm not on this. Zach Taylor is a good coach train. I'm just not. But like, but the, so here's the, here's the only problem with that. When you say that, it just seems like you've set yourself, you've put yourself in this hole where it's like, he could never do anything to do that. And when honestly his coaching resume since he's been a head coach in the NFL says that he is now you can say he doesn't, he didn't deserve that job in the first place, but he got the job. Dude, he was trying to call a timeout before that last pick. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, not, uh, that, I'm that, just that, saying that, like, like that has nothing to do with anything. I do, dude, dude I've, I've seen it live. I, I've seen bad mismanagement that he's done. My point is this, like, you look at these young head coaches, the Sean McVeighs, the Matt LaFleurs, and, and to be honest, we don't have to keep going through this. Start naming the list. Dude, they all worked up to they were all coordinators. This guy was holding a but, fucking but, clipboard but, but, for but Sean my, McVay. But my point is, is like we can talk about, oh, he's got Joe Burrow all we want, but like, where's Deshaun Watson? Where's Justin Herbert with a coach who's not very good where, you know, you, you don't like their draft picks at offensive line. You don't like their draft picks at receiver. You don't like their coach. Joe Burrow single-handedly has them in the AFC championship game by himself. Russ can't Russ can't get to the playoffs. Russ can't win a playoff no, game look, in look, Dallas I, last year. They, they, like, they, they know that. I, first of all, I've, they've made some, they made some nice moves, especially defensively. 
And like I texted Justin during the game, the defense want the defense kept oh, them in 100%. that game. Like like Andy and Randy, the Ruthers agreed on that. Yeah, we were agreeing. Like like those those signings, those are the guys that came through for the Bengals yesterday. I, yeah. I I'm not disagreeing there. Like like they they made some nice moves. And and, and look, fo- football is set up right. The way it's set up is to you you're bad like let's say the Bengals were two and 14 and you get the number one pick you're bad you're jacksonville it's it's basically it's a socialist system they want parity within the league right which i like right it's completely different than being in the nfc championship game and having like a legendary quarterback and then replacing him with another legendary quarterback and going to the super bowl it's like comparing mike mccarthy to zach taylor is comparing apples to fucking orangutans like but, he but, didn't, but we don't, he didn't we don't take really over know a that terrible yet. well we do know that one one has never one guy had took over a team and won a super bowl with one of the great quarterbacks of all time a, a, a team that was yeah, already yeah, yeah, built but, yeah, but, and, but hold on is this not an app comparison aaron Rodgers won that in his third year starting this is joe burrow's second year but joe burrow was the first overall pick aaron Rodgers was in his third year, he sat behind Brett Favre for three seasons. They were never a terrible team in the entire time that he was on that squad. Okay, fair enough. By the way, to that point, real quick, 30 years and they won two Super Bowls. That's a fun stat for you between Favre and Rodgers that I saw. Yeah. Which is pretty wild if you think about it. But l- l- let's get back to the Bengals game. Cut P. Ryan. P. Ryan serves no purpose on this team. You, you don't like the third down back? No, give us Chris Evans. Chris Evans at least did something. P. Ryan, that was that was P. Ryan's fault. Joe Burrow's interception. He should have caught that ball. Did you cry after this game? I want to know that. No, 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 no. There, someone got a live reaction of me. I was, I was blown away. I was more like a wow moment. Like I can't believe we're in the AFC Championship. So what? And, what? and also, and also after this game, it's like not maybe not immediately after, but Justin did celebrate this win extensively. And I got a midnight call last night. You can just say like, what I said. He just goes, "I'm in a backyard in Venice, and my brother's playing the guitar. I'm on drugs." And I was like. <laughs> So, so like, what are your thoughts heading into the AFC championship? Uh, I, again, we seem to both agree on this. I think it's a Let's better see matchup. We want. Let's see what we want. Um, yeah. I text you after the Denver game where I was like, we got the W. It was a nasty game, but here's where we're going to get hot because now we, we survived it, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of errors in this game. And there was a lot of areas in that Denver game and we just survived it. And since that Denver game, we, we've been hot. So I think they needed a little reality check going into the final two wins. So I just looked on FanDuel. I'm, I'm, I'm very shocked at this. The seven. early line is seven for the Chiefs, which I would take the Bengals on. And I said to uh, Justin, we were watching the game at a bar. I actually disagree with you guys. I actually think that you want Buffalo. Now, the only the only X factor in that is like Justin was saying, it could be 40 degrees or four degrees or negative 20 degrees in Buffalo. And you're playing, you know, a, a game there, weather being a factor. But it's not like, you know, weather's going to be that pretty in Kansas City and their home crowd is, you know, just similar. But like, look at what Kansas City did tonight. I was like. You still have that that team, that experience, them having – they have multiple 
games that they've pulled out like this. I was like, the matchup may be better, but like, it's not that much better. And even Justin was saying, Oh, look at, you know, their, their defensive backs are exposed or whatever. It's like, obviously Kansas city uh, was able to put up more points today than Buffalo was. Yeah, I, but I, I don't think you want to play the Kansas city. I think Buffalo would agree. I don't think you want to play the Kansas city chiefs. Really? That's my opinion. I, well, I would argue, I think the, well, the weather will be a factor. It will be cold as out there. And, and look, the Buffalo but, secondary, but I would almost say, I would almost say like, think about, you know, I bring up the Packers again and my giants again, think about the, think about the negative, whatever game Favre's last pass as a Packer, the thing it's like in a way, when you have two teams, because I think if if Kansas City is a seven point favorite, maybe Buffalo's what a six point favorite or a five point favorite. Uh, if they had pulled out this game, look at what happened in Green Bay yesterday. It's like, does minus 20 in snowy Buffalo, does it just even the playing field? And it's like, well, now it's not going to be a shootout. Now it's anybody's game. Jimmy Garoppolo can come out to Lambeau, not throw a fucking positive pass for a quarter and a half and still win the game. Yeah. I mean, I just think secondary wise, I know the bills secondary had an epic collapse, but they're, they're just better. I mean, I could see Burrow throwing 400. Like, like I wouldn't be shocked if Burrow in Mahomes each through 400 yards. I mean, we saw the shootout a few weeks ago in Cincinnati. And to be honest, that's why that's part of the reason like I'm all down is that I thought a bills Bengals match would be fun. The Bengals just played the Chiefs. The Niners just played the Rams. Like, I hate to be that guy, but they, they just played. And, 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 dude, the Niners, like, that game pissed me off, too. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of down because I just I, – I, God, I want no I, – I really hope the Rams take care of business. I want no part of the Niners in a Super Bowl. Well, but, I mean, how cool if the Bengals will pull it off. Like, that the would Bengals be – Bengals-Niners for the third time? It – but like it'd be like Burroughs just coming back. He's getting the playoff win. He's gonna go beat the team that they couldn't beat. Like it would That's be what's gonna happen. That's knowing my luck. And by the way, <laughs> this is you know, it's all been set up for Andy Ruther's return I'm not, to the Bengals. I'm, I'm gonna he, send you this jersey. He he I, won't I, be wearing it. He'll be wearing a Chris Collinsworth jersey. <laughs> He'll let, be let, like, you know what? This is this is what I needed to come back to. The Bengals, no, I, guys, the, Super Bowl. Got, the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Mike Brown's going to retire. It's going to be just yeah, but, your... but I, dude, I dude, I'll tell you what, man. I can't. I just can't do it. Like, like th- this is me being like dead serious. I won't. I won't support the Bengals as long as the Brown family owns them. I, I think. I think they are. What they did, I don't really think. Like, I just think they don't care enough. And and I think they've dude, you catch lightning in a bottle once every 31 years. And correct me if I'm wrong here. You know what this kind of reminds me of? The movie Major League. You remember they had the owner who was just trying to destroy the team, but the team was just so good that they were like, fuck her. Like, we're gonna go win it all. So yeah. Joe Burrows are Charlie Sheen. And and that's fine, but like I'm not. And no one thought Lou Brown deserved the job either. But he <laughs> yeah. came in there and he was like, you know what? I wasn't even a coordinator before this. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, we're gonna win some fucking baseball games. Jamar's Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
just I'm not jumping on, man. And I I think actually people should, shouldn't they I respect? respect the, I respect yeah. that more than someone that That's jumps off and then but is back on. It's funny, like like of course people will like say stuff to me like, oh you're gonna you're gonna. I'm not like I'm just I'm just I'm just like, and I think it was beneficial for me not to be in Cincinnati, um, because <laughs> it gives a different perspective away, right, from being in there. But like. Like, dude, trust me, I, I've had this conversation. You guys can only imagine my phone. Like, I, I just, I put my phone on silent. I put it away last night. Yeah, I bet. And like the amount of text and shit talking and everybody wants to like talk shit to me. And I'm like, cool, dude. The Bengals won and everybody gets mad when I, when I just give facts on how the organization's been run. And somehow that turns me into being all negative Nancy. Like, dude, go celebrate Cincinnatians. But I, I view it this way. It kind of how I view politics. Like at this point in my life, I don't really care about politics per se or the two parties, nor will I ever vote for either. It's kind of like like the Bengals situation until I see significant changes or an organizational upheaval. I'm just not like I don't want to support but that. Un unlike the two party system, unlike the Democrats, you know. The Bengals didn't just give the reins over to a Hillary or a Joe Biden and a Mike McCarthy and a whatever. They went out. They found their Zach Bernie Taylor. <laughs> they zigged when everybody thought they were going to zag and you hated on that. And then what did he do? He took them to the AFC championship game. <laughs> Here I am. A free college for everybody, and the Bengals in the AFC Championship game with his mittens. He's going to need those mittens next week. So, so Prano, yeah. who do you? Well, think not not as much as I would need them if I was going to Buffalo. <laughs> we are going to Kansas City. We are going to take down the tomahawk chop. It is racist. We are progressives. We are coming in there, and we're going to eat them. Tiger Indians are no match for tigers. That's what I, I say. I don't want to see you talk about torn right now. This is why I hate this. I, I do not want to see the Chiefs at another Super Bowl. So I who just do you don't. want to see? Who do you want to see? I don't really care at this say point. It, say it. Who do you say, want to say, say, say it? Say it. Say it. Say it. No, I'm not. I'm not saying I want to see. Come on. Say it. Say it. I'm saying I don't want to see the Chiefs. Off your lips. You don't want to see the Chiefs. What does that mean? You want it? You want you want the NFC Championship game to be the Super Bowl? What are you saying? What are you saying? Say it. Yo, you want the 49ers back in it? I'm just so saying. You want to see Andy? I, I'm saying I'm really disappointed how this Buffalo game turned out. Look, I mean, here's what we have at this point. Here's what we have, and then we're gonna let's let, talk what, about our discussion we had at the bar about yeah. what do you think the NFL most like, does not want to see at all? What I, two teams? I think the NFL doesn't want anything to do with Niners Chiefs again. I don't think they want the Niners there. I, I think the, the Bengals are a good, young, exciting team and a good story. So the NFL would like that from a marketing yeah. perspective. Yeah. And I think they want the Rams for sure. But here's what we have left. You don't want the Chiefs in. You want nothing to do with the 49ers. You uh, literally, your phone will just be, it'll just be dick pics being sent to your phone if the Bengals get in. Or the reverse curse of Odell. Andy Ruther, Andy Ruther says Odell is going to come in and everybody's going to get cancer immediately. And I don't remember saying that, but okay, go and, on. And, and here he is Give a, another a, ring, a, a valuable member of the 
Los Angeles Rams. He's a good number two. We've, I, you've got me to say that. He's number a good number two, two. Get it? Odell number two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he likes girls that poop on him. Yeah. He, 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 no, I know that. He, he's a, he's a good, he's a good number two. He's a good number two. So look, solid number two. Look, the Rams, I, I want them to win. And, and we could have back to back teams playing in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, look, look, the Chiefs Bengals game. Dude, if you'd have gone to my head right now, I, I don't know who I'd say. Like, who will you be rooting for? In your heart, you're, are you kind of rooting for the Bengals? No, you won't. You'll be rooting for the Chiefs. Can I just watch the game? Yeah, you can't. You, no, you can't. So let me tell you here. Let me explain to you what happened with me in the Bengals game yesterday. So in the Bengals game yesterday, for me, in my bracket, I pick uh, the Titans. But I'm kind of like, yo, I want this Bengals team to win a little bit. So, but I don't want to like come out and say that because I don't want to curse it for Randy here. Every time I pick the Bengals, they've been terrible. And so I put a little money on it. And I put a little bit of money on the Bengals to win the game. And now I'm like, yeah, okay. Now I have rooting interest. It's kind of a win-win for me. If Titans win, it's better for my bracket. But if I win, I outright win money this game. Because like it's, it's almost impossible for me to watch a football game and not be rooting even a little bit for somebody. Yeah. So I think, but I think, I think all the hate that you get when the Bengals and all the tax you get, I think you're going to end up rooting for Mahomes and the chiefs. Well, look, I do have a bet that the Bengals are not going to win a super bowl with again, Zach Taylor and burrow. Right. That's a thousand dollar bet. So it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You know, I, I so with that being said, I, I would probably then defer to the chiefs, but dude, I am like legit bummed about that outcome like i am bummed for josh allen because you only get so many opportunities and to have two drives like that at the end that he did because he's so good and i love his story i love that he wasn't highly recruited i love that he went to wyoming i love that he's from fresno california you know it's not like he had all this fanfare behind i love his story i think i think it would have been great I hate that they lost. I hate that it's to the team that always wins. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let Randy uh, give his thoughts on, on your thoughts there. And then we'll relieve Randy. Randy's going to go ride his tiger into the night and smoke a fat cigar. He was just doing a little guest appearance. He really wanted to come on and say hi to Andy Ruther, but we'll let, we'll let Justin uh, talk about that and then say his goodbyes. And then we'll release him into the mist as tigers, Roman no, no, jungle. we'll release him into the jungle. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to Hollywood and it's kind of a jungle now. Um, Axel Rose said but that for sure. Here's the one thing I will say after the game, even Randy Ruther's Twitter account was like, dude, go give it to Andy, you got to give it to Andy. And I was like, honestly, like me and Andy like have the best conversations. Like, I'm the out of everyone that sends him shit talking, like, I'm like. I told him, I was like, this O-line needs to step their asses up next week. Like, this is, like, it's bad. But I just thought it was funny that he gets all this hate and everyone that thinks where the most hate would come from is just civilized conversation. But, but you know what's funny, too? It's like, if you listen to these show, I, I'm giving my, my what how I legit feel. I picked yeah. 
I picked the Bengals to beat the Raiders. I said that I'll slightly pick the Titans, but I think it's going to be a great game. I'm not just yeah. out here like, fuck the Bengals. I can put my ownership issue aside when we're just talking football. Yeah. And I legit feel right now, as we record the show, the Bengals have a really good shot at winning that game. I think that point spread is is very high. I think it's too high. Yeah. But you're right. They got to protect Burrow. I mean, I've said that all along. So, yeah. you know, I don't know if you saw he he's he, in his first in their first two years in the I NFL. <laughs> it's I, I saw somebody tweeted it out. I think it's like no lie. Him in uh, you not want to be on this list. I think it's Carr. I think they're the two most sacked. And I know Joe's saying some of that is, is Burroughs' fault, which I, I think is probably agreeable. Well, but- so, some, some of it's Burroughs' fault. Some of it's the fact that they're having him throw the ball 50 times a game. And, you know, there's obviously O-line issues. And then yesterday, I think it was a, a super, like, you know, it was like a, a perfect storm of the Titans getting after it. The Titans, did, you know, blitzing and showing a bunch of different looks. There are guys winning in the trenches. Burrow holding the ball too long, them throwing the ball a ton, all those things. And that's how you end up with nine sacks. But I got to say, um, health-wise, kind of on the side, that you have to feel good. And I did when my quarterback got sacked seven times in an NFC Championship game. you got to feel good about a guy who just gets knocked down, picks himself up, comes sure. back, and, and wins the game. But – of course, you know, we already have a burrow injury. Knock on wood, we don't get another one for, you know, I don't think there's anybody that's rooting for that. Um, but you know, like that's that's the thing. If you can do that, that's a that's certainly elite level quarterbacking. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I'm so, excited. I'm excited. 34-28 Bengals. I'll be back in LA in two weeks for the game. All right, you heard it here first. Randy Ruther. Can Randy Ruther get a going away who day? <laughs> Got the cigar just for the show. Very Joe Burrow esque. Yeah, buddy. Have fun. Thanks, buddy. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Harambe, big sale. <laughs> I do love the personalized Bengals Harambe jersey. From the Chinese sweatshop. You know, what I, love, I, I love Prano for the record. I, we got to let tell the listeners. I had no clue Justin was going to come on. You lied to me before the show. You didn't have your earphones on because you said they weren't working. Yeah. And I'm but really, my- I just, I just needed, uh, I just needed Justin to be able to hear the show. Cause you know, you can't hear it without, uh, with the, with the headphones in two people couldn't, couldn't share the show. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, wait a second, those are like newer headphones. Those are like a year old, like, like those are really good headphones. They don't work. What the fuck? They work just fine, and I've just put them on. And Andy, we have a lot of football to talk about, and we also do. I want I want to let you know two Hall of Famers are currently in my text messages: Jesse Stanga and Rental Car Dirtball CT. CT just sending us a Miller Light saying he's watching. So Jesse Stanga letting me know that CT dropped us a huge tip in the live chat. Wow, I'm looking at that. Just so that we could talk about a couple topics. So whatever those topics are, take those and put those after our football conversations because they need to be discussed. Because as we have, as I have said many times on this show, I can very much be bought. Yeah, I the only the only people who cannot buy me are the people you know that might rhyme with Rudd Wright. They'll never be able to buy me because I'm a. I'm a Miller man. Sure. But, but otherwise I I'm my allegiances are up for grabs. 
I appreciate that. Donations. Thank you, CT. I see that's a very legend. Con- that's Legendary. a very, very, very nice donation. So let's hop into the Bills Chiefs game. Like I said, I'm just, I'm bummed. I'm like, I literally feel for Josh Allen. And the 13 seconds, I, I just, it's so inexcusable to me. Like, I know, I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but no, it's, it's, I mean, Come on, man. A little credit to Andy Reid for the first time ever having timeouts that he was sitting on. So that's nice. He's sort of learned a lesson the last few years that, you know, when you have a quarterback, when you don't have to take a timeout because your quarterback is vomiting, you can hang on to him. You can hang on to those timeouts and use them late in the game. Listen, it was an insane game after the entire weekend. It was like, first of all, after Saturday, you're like, well, Sunday's not going to be better than Saturday. Sunday was better than Saturday. And then after the first three games, you're like, well, this will probably be the stinker, right? It's the best of all of them. Um, I mean, a bananas game. But listen, you could almost argue like the reverse could be true. I mean, like the Chiefs scored. And, and went up in that game and the bills get the ball back and Josh, they, they gave Josh Allen two touchdowns. I'm like, you're like, how are guys just wide open? Yeah. So they, so they got a minute, two seconds left for their final drive, the bills. And you're but right. they scored, what? but, but the two teams scored in 52 seconds total before that, that those weren't even the final touchdowns. Yeah. Well, that final touchdown, obviously, uh, like like Romo said, you know, it's, it's like an ankle breaker when the DB fell. It's like a crossover. Yeah. By the way, and I tweeted, I dude, I'm sick of Romo, and I know a lot of people don't agree with me, and that's fine. I think he, I think he's. I'll just say this: you're ruining these games. You are just shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, I was at a bar watching it. No sound. They we had, you know. He doesn't understand that silence is good sometimes, and I'm just gonna say it. I, 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 you know, again, people don't have to always agree. This is just personal opinion. I, I would rather have Buck and Aikman. I would. I mean, I, I've never been anti Joe Buck and I've never been anti Troy Aikman. Um, I think that those guys do a good job. And you know what? I, as a Giants fan and an NFC guy, like I, I watch a lot more of them than I tend to Romo, just like generally sound on and everything. So, yeah, I mean, I've gotten some Romo this postseason, but I've also watched a lot of games in bars this postseason. As my waistline will tell you, I have to get, I have to get myself in shape here uh, come February. But um, a lot of, a lot of games in bars, like, but you know, to me, I've always kind of been that way, where it's like the announcers are there, but like I could do with them. No, or I know, but but, them. He, but he's just so. It's like. He's just not only is he so nerdy, in my opinion, he's just so I don't even want to use the word talkative because he's an announcer. He's supposed to talk, but but he doesn't understand. Sometimes, dude, you're an arrowhead. Well, there's so, there's certainly pace. There's crowd noise. Like, like yeah. let it let it simmer a little. This is a you know, this is a a meal you're cooking. You know, he's just boom, boom, boom. And he, and he's just trying to always say something witty and clever. And, and anyway, I just want to say that real quick that I I just I was getting annoyed with him personally since it was such a great game, but back to the end of that game. I think the first mistake, huge mistake. Why do you kick it in the end zone when there's 13 seconds to not take off any time? Yeah. And, and, and there was a Romo said that too. And I agree with, well, him, obviously, that. I mean, 
there's I guess that's a double edged sword, too. It's like, OK, you start on the 30 or whatever and you it's 13 seconds or, you know, it's not like the Chiefs have a terrible return game. Like the last thing you want to give up is a big return. No, I know. But but th- think about it. If you kick it to the 10, let's say they even get it to the 40. Dude, they're wasting half that 13 seconds. They're, they're down to five seconds for one play. One play. You're basically saying we can't give up a touchdown for the yeah. most part. And to have back-to-back plays, I mean, Kelsey was wide open on the next play, on the second play they ran. Yeah, these weren't these weren't amazing Patrick Mahomes plays because he didn't have time. He just had to get rid of it. These were just quick hitters. But that's the Chiefs, too. You know, as as good as Mahomes is. And I think that this is another legendary performance by Mahomes, a legendary comeback. Like you could blame the bills. You could blame the coaching. You could blame whatever. But like in the end, the guy, I mean, the plays the dude makes. But part of the. Mahomes story that no one talks about enough, or maybe, you know, I don't know the Mahomes haters, if they're out there talk about is they're chock full of weapons, man. I mean, that Tyreek Hill touchdown, the Kelsey plays like the, the, that game was saved multiple times over by just like insane, you know, single person performances. And, you know, Josh Allen has a nice, receiving core and and uh stafford has a nice receiving core and burrow has a nice receiving core but like the playmaking ability on the chiefs for as long as they've been doing it to to have those kind of playmakers and to have those kind of playmakers that you have a relationship with going back four or five years it's a game changer a literal a literal game changer i know i mean tyree kill on some of those runs and that then they smartly put him back to return that point it's just it's just all those guys. And, and it's that's not what ju- we saw. And we saw that in the Niners game too, putting Debo Samuel back there on the kickoff, putting, you know, got the like that's where you are. That's where the NFL is in this postseason. It's like there's a couple guys on every team who are just absolute game changers. You got to get them the ball any way you can. Josh Allen threw nine touchdown passes in two games and he's out. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Nine touchdowns in two games and he's out. Another fun fact from this game, Gabriel Davis. Meanwhile, Tom Brady threw, I think, two in one of his Super Bowl, entire Super Bowl runs, or one in his entire Super Bowl runs. And Yeah. Gabriel Davis became the first NFL wide receiver to have four touchdown catches in a playoff game. Yep. Not even Jerry Rice did that. So, the, you know, it, it, was, it was amazing offensively. Like I said, I, I'm legit. The reason I'm so bummed is just because I know, and you see this now with Aaron Rodgers, I just know the – limited opportunities you have right like in my opinion yeah. if the if the bills win that i do believe that they're going to the super bowl i i just you have so many limited opportunities and if your quarterback plays that good that's just so tough to bounce back do we change the rules the well, overtime rules i don't think so i think we change them i mean it would be great but like i'm not i'm not at the point where i'm like oh the other team must have the ball in that situation. Certainly in the old school field, like you, you get the ball, you get two long plays, you kick a field goal and the game's over. Sure. That was absurd. And this adjustment is certainly sufficient for regular season. You know, uh, this isn't okay. I mean, to me, it's fine. I mean, you play these whole games 
you can win a game by scoring a touchdown. You can essentially win a game by stopping the other team from scoring a touchdown. I feel like it's not the best, but we have a lot of sports rules that are problematic. This isn't, this isn't top 20 on my list. But isn't it a bummer that a game like this, Josh Allen doesn't even get the ball. Sure. Like he doesn't even have his chance to match. That sucks. I don't know. Obviously, they've already changed the overtime rules. It's at least better than a sudden death, which was really stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I just I really I was I was, clearly I was really rooting for Buffalo and I, and probably the you know the Bills Mafia and and Josh Allen and, and there was a ton of dirt balls were in the Bills Mafia and you know you feel terrible for those guys and um, I really had no rooting interest either way. And it was a great game for me to watch, uh, as a, as a, you know, unbiased toward either team fan, just all the scoring, all the scoring in the second half, I made great money on the game. I bet you'll love this, Andy. I bet on a first half tie made that money. Oh, wow. And then in the second half took my first half tie money, put it on chiefs to win by between one and six points, hit that money. Thought I lost it five different times. Hit that money. So yeah, that would have been a tough game to have money on. Been a nice, but I've been on a nice gambling run this postseason. I took my entire bankroll last week, put it on Niners over Cowboys. Took my entire bankroll today, put it on Rams over Bucks. Took some of that bankroll and spread it around to weird bets in the Chiefs Bills game. Both of them hit. It's nice. It's a nice day. Well, I can't imagine because I, I would have got all four of my picks wrong since I, I, I picked incorrectly on every game this week. I think if you're a dirt ball and you're listening to this, you can go back to last episode where I said, I think I like all the underdogs this week except the Chiefs. No, you, you like the or are you talking spread or straight up? Yeah, spread. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like say. all this all the all the underdogs except the Chiefs. And I even said, I, I thought, and, and we can talk about that game next if we want. I said, I saw, I thought, and I still can't believe it. I said, I like the Niners to cover, but I also give them 0% chance to win the game. I just, and I, I did. And I did. Well, you know, the amount of these games that came down to special teams, if you look, the Bengals game basically digs, the kicker was so good. This game came down to special teams, the blocked field goal and the blocked punt. I mean, the Niners did nothing offensively. Yeah, the, the Packers really didn't either, but they did absolutely nothing, and they won that game. Yeah, I was legit bummed too about that game because I'm like, are they really gonna win? Really gonna blow this game? Yeah, it was crazy. And but you know, listen, I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy, but you come down, you score with relative ease a touchdown to open the game. You don't score another touchdown the whole game. You, we can blame special teams. We can blame defense. We can blame blah, 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 blah. You got to score. You have to score more than one touchdown in the game. You have to. He's now five and four in home playoff games. Yeah. That's a tough stat right there. And, and, and you know, here we are. Is that his last game as a Packer? Like, to me, that's, again, maybe I want the fairy tale ending. Not that he has to win a Super Bowl, but, like, that's how it could, it, it could end for Aaron Rodgers. I, and I was saying this last night. There's so many different possible Aaron Rodgers outcomes, even in this offseason. He could leave 
he could retire or he could stay. And I think the thing that makes me lean toward leave or retire is Packers fans. You guys are kind of the worst. You're kind of the worst to get on the internet after like if Aaron Rodgers leaves, he's going to leave because you guys bitch and whine about him. There are a lot. There are a lot of things went wrong in that game for you to lose it. I just said Aaron Rodgers has to lead that offense to more than one touchdown, but you guys act like you'd even be there without Aaron Rodgers, and you just you wouldn't. So you're you're gonna go on and then trash the guy. He's gonna leave because if he leaves eventually or when he leaves, he's going to leave because Packers fans kind of suck. And I'm not saying all Packers fans. I'm Packers. sure there's, but like, dude, you go on the internet last night, Packers fans like, fuck it. I'm done with this. I'm over it. This guy didn't show up. It's like, dude, you guys aren't a playoff team without fucking Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love didn't win you a fucking game. Jordan Love looked awful. And I'm curious, you know, LaFleur's got what? Three straight 13 win seasons. I'd like to see him without Aaron Rodgers. Like, do we really know how good of a coach he is? No, no but you no. can only coach. You can only coach what you've got. Sure. And again, you know, we talked about Mike McCarthy before. Mike McCarthy didn't have three 13 win seasons in all the time he was in Green Bay. Yeah. So it's like you got to get there. And yeah, like you lose to Tom Brady and the Bucks, and they go on to win the Super Bowl. That's one thing. And you do it, you know but you do it on the road, but you do it in nice weather and like, whatever, like the, the snow was an equalizer, but like it should have helped you more than help the West coast team. Yeah, I was, I was just, I couldn't believe how that game played out, especially when I had eaten edible like mid game and into the ending. I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, is this really happening? Or am I just seeing things? I watched that game sporadically because I, I went on stage in the middle of that game. First of all, shout out to all the dirt balls who came out to the Eddie if Irvine tapings last night. Um, we had, had a crew, your best friend, Matt Dodi Gramps came to one of the shows. Uh, Zach and Blake and clay, the fucking, the, the country music trio <laughs> came uh, shout out to those guys for coming and buying me a couple of yards of Miller light. Appreciate you guys. Uh, all, all the folks that came through, shout out to them. But I was on stage and then came back and was like, this is still like, and then I kept missing. Like, I'm like, how did they not score points before the end of the hat? How did they not score here? It's like these little things, a block kick, a block punt, a fucking fumble here. It's like, just, they never got to take, I mean, they, I would argue that, with the exception of a few key plays, which Vince Lombardi always said, you know, NFL games basically come down to five key plays. They they outplayed the Packers. They outplayed the Niners, and they still lost the game. Well, I mean, special teams are so overlooked, but they've played, again, they played such a huge part. In the, in those, I'm arguing the special teams, that was the difference in those two games and also turnovers. I mean, you got you got to win the turnover margin. And that's I mean, why the, the special team in the Niners game, you got a block kick, a block punt. Then you get 10 guys on the field for the field goal at the end. Yeah. And, you know, props to LaFleur for eating shit after the game and basically saying it was all his fault. But 
you didn't get it done. Like to lose that game to the Niners, you lose to a Rams team in the NFC championship game or you lose whatever, but like you let the Niners and a crippled quarterback come in and not have a positive yard passing play for however many quarters. And then fucking you still lose. I know that is a little bit on Aaron Rodgers. Like, dude, you score another touchdown in that game. You win the game. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo completed 11 passes. Yeah. They only rushed for 106 yards. Yeah, it was gross. It's a horrible game. Yeah, it was bad. And that's why I said that's why like, I, I, was just, I was just bummed on a lot of these outcomes about how it played out. The Rams game was that was the only real outcome I was like bummed about. Like other than that, at least like you know you get two, you got a, you know back and forth games, well played. Like I thought all the games were pretty good. That's just like kind of a sloppy. But I also don't like, like for the Rams cases, for the Rams case, like dude, that stadium was like sixty percent. Like is it is it going to be the same way? It was like sixty percent Niners fans a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like. Like, how's it going to be again this week? Well, I think it'll be more Rams fans, but also it'll still be a lot of Niners fans. And the turnovers in that game. I mean, the Rams, I like the Rams to me, to me, that entire game, I, that game, we could talk about, you know, we could be Maddie Goldberg. He almost did it. He almost came back. He almost did it once again, Brando. He had you. We could do that whole thing. But to me, the story of the second half of that game had absolutely nothing to do with the Bucs and everything to do with, like, stop acting like now every pass could be the pass that ends the fucking game. Like, you're up 20 points. Stop acting like you throw a win one pick six here and the game's over. Sean McVay just goes into we're running on first and second down and, and taking a shitty shot on third down and put like just you're blowing the doors off this team. And I said, I was texting with a buddy of mine. I said, this Rams team has gotten the, this, the Niners have this Rams team's number. The Niners have beaten this Rams team. How many times in a row? Six or something like that. Yeah, It's five or six. What this Rams team needs in addition to winning this game is to cruise and feel good and feel like they have, they have momentum and feel like their offense is unstoppable and feel like they're all if they're, you know, they're peaking at the right moment for you to be up and then just downshift to the point where you let them back. They tie the game. That's crazy to me. It just seems like a very way to try to win is to like get up big and then just try to your ball until the clock runs out. You're kicking the shit out of this team. Yeah. Just kick the shit out of them. I know. Just, just put your, put your you know foot on their neck. Just, I, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And props to Tampa Bay for coming back and blah, 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 and making plays and yada, yada, yada. But also this is a Rams just going into, you know, high school basketball mode where they're just, they're up five points and they're going to throw it around the outside of the fucking perimeter for, you know, 25 minutes. Cause there's no shot clock, like step on their neck. 
they haven't stopped you at all. Matthew Stafford looks great. This, when it got to be route time, it should have been, let's get weird with it. Let's fucking, let's get everybody some touches. Let's get everybody some, some plays. Well, I think, the, I think at this point, you, Matthew Stafford, I, we, the whole discussion of him and I was concerned. I brought up a lot, right? Like, like some of these games where he just goes through three or four game stretches where he melts down. I think he's proven that wrong in two games. You know, even if he has a bad championship game, which for the record, I don't expect, I, I think he he's played very well. He's played. I mean, I mean, I mean that final pass to cup, like first of all, that's, that's not, he's open. That's not an easy pass. He's under yeah. duress. It's not an easy no. pass. And the stat that I told you before the game, so Stafford against the Blitz this regular season, he completed 74% of his passes at 9.12 yards in attempt, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He had the best EPA per play against the Blitz of any QB in the last three seasons. And Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator for the Bucs, decided to blitz him on that final play. And we all saw how that worked out with Cooper Cup. So. That was a very ballsy and miscalculated decision by Bulls. So, you know, I think you have to find a healthy, healthy balance. I hate prevent, but I also like, dude, you're just bringing a blitz on this guy. Look at yeah. the weapons he has. And then, and then you blitz him, and and then you're also not like blitz him and leave somebody else wide open. But you're gonna you're gonna leave his security blanket with no help. Yeah, I do like the I'm not the Niners. But I do like the Rams to win. They were up big last time they played. They just got to protect Stafford, man. That's what it all is. It's all going to boil down to, in my opinion, yeah. right? Yeah. Can they protect him? But, you know, right now. It's, it's also tough to beat that team three times in a season. Yeah, it's a good point, too. Now, tell me this. Uh, uh, this was my take on it. And then, obviously, there was a comeback that happened. And I know, you know the those fans of Tom Brady, the former Patriots fans who are now all Bucks fans, apparently um, will maybe have a different opinion, but did you feel at any point in that game that Tom Brady looked like he had a little bit of, uh, of, you know, lethal weapon going on he had a little, I'm getting too old for this shit. He seemed, there, were, he was, there, there was some body language to me that said like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Well, he was missing throws. And he's he laying on the ground after sacks and he's fucking he started terribly. He's looked old a few times to me he's this year. Blood spitting in refs faces because he didn't get his first call in fucking almost three decades of football. Yeah, I mean, they didn't. It's not like this was a big obviously they were decimated by injuries, but this wasn't like a big Tom Brady led. Like, I'm not trying. I'm just going to be honest. My take was. The Rams just keep fumbling the ball. I mean, Akers fumbled the ball twice, you know, right by the goal line where they should have punched it in. Then obviously the huge fumble to get them back. Now they have to score, and they did when they had to, the Bucs. But I, I put that I put that comeback more on the Rams play calling and turnovers. And, and it what, is. I mean, you know, there are there are I, I agree with you. There are also people, adults, full-on adults that watch professional sports all the time that believe that Tom Brady wills those things to happen, that you, when you're the goat, you can force a running back to fumble when you're not even on the field. 
there are there are people who believe Tom Brady has. That's why he is the greatest because the killer instinct. Well, he can he he uses Jedi mind tricks to force guys to line up offsides. I right before he throws picks. I mean, look, he's what forty four years old. I mean, it could be wild if both Brady and Aaron Rodgers hang it up together and go out on those kind of, you know, non-glorious or not even championship, commerce championship games. So we'll see. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He won his chip with the Bucks. You know, he solidified his status for me, of course, as far as the best. Um, the, so thing, the thing about Tom Brady and like, so the only thing that gives me a thought that he might retire is he looked like he was, he looked like he wanted to quit at points today, in my opinion. But the flip side of that coin is I feel like Tom Brady wants to go out on top, which could make for one of the most awkward ends of a great career ever. Like how long, like I, I'll just say it. I don't think Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl. I don't think that's a huge leap. Yeah, I don't think that's a crazy take. It's not a crazy take, but like Tom Brady might stick around thinking he's going to win another Super Bowl. And it's like, dude, how many, like it might just be time. I mean, look, the Rams, the Rams. I know yeah. he led the league in passing this year and like how dare, yeah, but, but so it'll be yet another year where the league's leading passer does not win the Super Bowl. The Rams were the better team. Overall team. The Rams killed them in LA. The Rams were up 27 to 3 today. You know, a lot of bad plays again let them back in that game. I think you should just retire. I don't know. Do what you want, man. You already got all the records. You got the seven Super Bowls, 10 Super Bowl appearances. I mean, do your thing. I don't know. How about this? Brady retires. The Bucks bring back Jameis Winston. Or the Bucks bring in Aaron Rodgers. That'd be funny, too. Did you see that Sean Payton hasn't committed to it next year? I'm not surprised by that. Why do you say that? I mean, I just think Sean Payton a little bit. So I know it's not a popular opinion. I think Sean Payton is an overrated coach. Now, I say that because I think people, again, have a very high, high um, opinion of Sean Payton. And I have a high opinion of Sean Payton. But I think the general opinion of Sean Payton, offensive genius, blah, 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 blah. So here's the thing. I think everybody is aware of how people see them. And if you're a guy like Sean Payton, you had your Super Bowl. If you don't think you're winning the Super Bowl anytime soon, sort of. Tom Brady, like, I think Tom Brady wakes up every day thinking, I can win the Super Bowl. I can win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, he does. I think Sean Payton maybe doesn't think the Saints have a Super Bowl run in them in the next five years. So if he sticks around and in the next five years he doesn't win a Super Bowl, I'm not the kind of person that says legacy, you, you can make your legacy worse. I That's not how I rate people. But I think a lot of people and then certainly media and social media and whatever do. So it's like almost every year, Sean Payton sticks around and doesn't win. He hurts himself kind of. So New Orleans loves him. He's a, he's a hero there. They have 
priests, you know, they have saint candles with him on it and everything. Like, if you don't think you can win anytime soon, do you just hang them up and go down a legend? Or maybe he was officially ruined by Kevin James playing him in a movie. Yeah, that can't be good. Well, how did that happen? What a slap in the face. How did that happen? Isn't Sandler producing that movie? Didn't well, he do that? I think you just answered your own question, didn't you? How did it happen? Well, the people who auditioned for the role were him, Spade, half-blind Swartzen. Um, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, you're out of control tonight, Brano. But isn't it like a feel-good movie? A Schneider? It was either... It could have been Rob Schneider as coach kevin He's like listen guys we can do it we have drew Brees. <laughs> like we're wait, gonna what? onside kick to start the second half we could do it and you're like are you mexican or cajun he's like i'm rob schneider i i just don't like i don't <coughs> i don't understand the movie it was either Kevin James or the cross-eyed guy. Cross-eyed Sean Payton. Man. Who's the cross-eyed guy? Remember the guy who was like the, you know, the big oh, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In all his movies. Yeah. I don't know, but that it would be interesting for that. And I wonder if something like that would affect Brady staying. Dude, that's a wild take that Aaron Rodgers to to the Bucks, or or it could have been the Dante guy. Drew Brees is fucking awesome. We're going to fucking Super Bowl, Drew Brees. Oh man, the so what do you, characters. What, so what are you expecting in this, uh, this Rams Niners game? You think the Rams will win, right? I think the Rams will win, but I think it'll be close. I just think that these teams know each other so goddamn well, and the Niners have their number. But like, you don't, you know. You don't see a team win like the idea of winning three times in a row, seven times in a row, whatever. I think the Niners, I I would have said the spread should be six or seven or whatever, but then the Rams going like I think the end of that Rams game fucking hurts them. But at the same time, dude, the, the game's inside. We're Jimmy unless unless there's some sort of oil slick spill. They're like, oh, disaster has struck SoFi. A cartoon-style oil spill has happened, and now the game will be played on a fucking roller rink. Like, you're not going to get the help you got in Green Bay. Now, the Niners can run the ball, and the Niners can pressure and whatever, but I just think the Rams win. Can you imagine if Jimmy G went to two Super Bowls? Like, and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. the Italian community. You know, yeah. as, the, as the Italian community, we're proud, you know? Yeah, and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. Jimmy Gabagool. And his players, by the way, they were not helping him out. There were some bad drops to start that game yesterday. But, I mean, really? Jimmy G? Yeah, we, we don't want that. I don't want that. No, I already know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter because I'm, I'm, I'm done. It. I, I, it's going to like, be Niners Bengals. It's going to be Niners Bengals round three. The Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to be out of thousand dollars. It's, it's who has the Super Bowl this year? What what broadcast? 
Hollinsworth, NBC. Do they? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Chris Collinsworth calling the Super Bowl. Chris Collinsworth, I'm here. It's going to be a reverse Walt. He's going to be like, from here in SoFi, I can see Andy Ruther's house. You see, I can see the smut studio from here. He lives right over there. By the way, people think I'm just going to hop on. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the dirt balls. Or I don't get people like, like, wouldn't that be worse if I just hopped on? Wouldn't that make me a worse person? So rank it for me. Rank who, in order of who do you want to win the Super Bowl in order, one to four? Well, I want the Bengals at least because I don't want to lose $1,000 for okay. sure. Okay. Niners next. Actually, I wouldn't put Niners next. You'd rather the Niners win than the Chiefs? Yeah. And then Rams right the most. Why is that? Why Niners over Chiefs? I don't really care, to be honest. Okay. See, to me, it's always like, you know, I, I, I would say Rams, Bengals. Yeah, I knew that was coming. But also Chiefs, Niners last for sure. Just because I just don't think, you know. I don't want to watch them in the Super Bowl. I don't want to. Exactly. I don't want to watch them in the Super Bowl. So I certainly don't want them to. I don't want them to be in the Super Bowl. So therefore, I don't want them to win the Super Bowl. But then it's also like, you know, Mahomes is the start to Mahomes' career is pretty insane. It's and wild. listen, I love I love it when guys come and go. The Farves and the Russes and the Rogers is and the Breezes and the whoever's come and go. And they show you how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. And Eli Manning walks around, you know, two with two of them. I like that for me, but also Roger or uh, Mahomes is the kind of guy where it's like, you want the guy to get his due and it's hard to win a Super Bowl. So it's like, you never know what can happen. You This could be the last Super Bowl Mahomes ever plays in if he gets in. So he'll be the first quarterback to have four straight or no, I think ever. Because so the, the Patriots with the eight straight AFC championships, but that's right. What you said, but this will be four straight home, four straight home games for the AFC championship. No one's ever done that. Right. And I don't know if that includes the NFC as well, but no one's, no one's done for sure. AFC. I don't know if it's conference championships in general, four straight home. He's seven and one now at home. That one yeah. loss to the, to the Patriots. When Brady put the guy off sides. Isn't there a part of you that, you know, I don't know. The Bengals had a tough fought, like hard nosed game. Kansas city won a wild one. Do you think there's any sort of letdown for Kansas city? Yeah, sure. Dude. I truly believe any given Sunday. This, this year is so nuts. This was the craziest year and it's playing. out. That's why I said, that's why I said the thing with the Bengals is like, I almost think, when you're on a when you're on a Bengals run like this, it's like the wilder, the better, the wilder, the like, yeah, now go to Buffalo and play in a fucking snow game and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like it almost seems it almost seems too this. It's like it almost seems too kind of perfect. That's like, oh, now you get a rematch against the Chiefs. You just played them a couple of weeks ago. You won. Now you got to go to their place. And uh, you're saying it seems too perfect for Kansas City. Yeah. It seems like it seems like for if Cincinnati's gonna have this wild 
you know, 2000 giants esque run out of nowhere. It's like, you almost want it to be the most difficult path that could possibly be. And then play, you know, you almost want the bills on in the snow and then Rogers in the super bowl or something like that, you know, or Brady in the super bowl. But now it'd be like Mahomes and, but you know, that's certainly, certainly nothing, certainly not an easy win. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, it's all going to boil down all these games. I'd, I'd say all these games, you just got to protect the quarterback. I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to win when you let your guy get sacked nine times. I, I, yeah. I, I said it that game. I don't know if you remember last night. I was, I said it four. <laughs> I say the, the Titans win if they get to him four times. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was four or five and obviously I was wrong, but Tannehill was bad. I, I would probably set it around there for this game too. And, and, and winning the turnover battle. What was amazing about that Chiefs-Bills game today is neither team turned the ball over. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just great play after great play. And the Bengals, I don't know. They can't match totally the speed. The Bengals will be able to match the speed pretty well, though. Yeah, no one matches the speed of the Chiefs. Like, yeah. Actually, but yeah. It's certainly that that more more of that style of game. Sure. And do you expect a high or low scoring Rams Bucks game? I'm sorry, Rams uh, Niners. Game. I think it'll be middle. I think it's like, you know, 24, 21. Yeah. It's a low, low ish. Do you want to get to some topics? I mean, CT dropped us a, a nice sure. donation. Sure. He, he just said quick topics go Cougs. Clay is back. How dumb is John Stockton and who day? I think we've addressed the who day part of the yeah, show. Yeah. Did, but did Andy Ruther give Randy Ruther, who I think might still be in the other room watching this on TV. <laughs> it's did, a very, it's a very Randy Ruther thing to do. Did Andy Ruther officially give Randy Ruther a who day? Do I have to give him a who day? I don't know. Do you? The, by the way, that's the one annoying text I get. Do people just texting me who day? Dude, I'm getting, I'm getting, I got a text from somebody who literally, I was like, who is this person yesterday? I just blocked them. <laughs> I just literally blocked them. I saw their name and didn't know who they were. They were in my contacts. And <laughs> <laughs> Give me my who day. Hey, is that, is Andy, that part? I wore this sweatshirt for you also. Is, is that it's part of the bankrupt team in Arizona, buddy? Is that part of the deal? It's, it's part of the deal. Give, okay. give the man his who day. Who day? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I think Ruther, Randy Ruther's still here. I was like, I think he's living on your couch. Yeah. He was like, we're just hanging out for 20 minutes. I'm coming out to do a quick 20 minutes on the podcast. Now he's just watching the podcast in the other room drinking Miller Lights, which honestly, legendary. Yeah. That's hilarious. So CT had a couple topics, but I think we've addressed most of them. I mean, uh, the John Stockton thing, to be honest, it was just he's not going to games anymore. It was over wearing masks. I, oh, I no. D- did you see the quote? That's what Dude, I, John Stockton. Honestly, I've never seen I've never seen anything like this. Like, what was I've seen, quote? I, I, I've I seen some follow. wild conspiracy. He said a hundred professional athletes have died from the vaccine no he did not yes he did dude no he did not yeah he did shut up who a wild like talk about something no one saw coming no one saw in the great pool of who was crazier 
that in the Malone Stockton pick and roll duo, the guy who fucks 14 year olds dresses like a fucking truck driver fights in the WWE and literally drives 18 wheelers was the least crazy of the two guys. No one saw that coming. The guy who believed he could get AIDS from kissing Magic Johnson or being on the floor with him. No one had in their great crazy pool in the sky that the other dude was actually crazier. Okay, I'm reading it now. So he was in a documentary about the vaccine. Because why? Why not? You got to get if there's anybody who's taking you on. This quote is uh, somebody trying to call in. I don't think we're able to connect. I think th- I think that was that might have been CT. I don't think we can connect. We've tried that before. Okay. Um, where am I at here, dude? I can't connect with you, bro. We'll try it. CT. Yo. Is this CT? Yeah, it's CT. Brandon, am I on? You- am I on if, this is the first yeah, live call can- ever to be on air. Not the first live call ever, but your first live hey, call Andy. ever. In in full in full uh, radio mode. Please turn down Hello? your radio. Oh, maybe he can't hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you not hear Prano? Can you not hear Prano when he's talking to you? No, I can't hear Prano, but I can hear you. Okay. I, I need. I'm sorry. I'm watching you guys on YouTube. I need to turn down the YouTube. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not. I mean, I can hear. I can hear you. How many beers you had tonight, man? He's Liddy. Uh, I mean, I've been doing dry January on weekdays, and I have been doing uh, a lot of Miller Lights on the weekends. So good for you. Funny. Are you calling Legend. a comment about yeah. this John Stockton situation? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for sure. Dude. Uh, being from Spokane, uh, you know, um, John Stockton is kind of a legendary figure in Spokane, Washington, but we all know he's, he's just a fucking asshole. Like it's been, it's been known from the beginning that John Stockton is a piece of shit. So I, I'm, I'm just now reading this. I guess he said that, uh, I think it's highly recorded out there. 150. He believes it's over 150, a hundred professional debt. <laughs> I can't say it, read it without laughing. It's over yeah, 100 yeah, professional yeah. athletes yeah. dead. Have, have oh, hold on. Dead I got to read the, the full field. Yeah, I got to read <laughs> the full field. quote. The prime of their life dropping dead that are vaccinated. He says right on the pitch, right on the field, right on the court. It's, you got to yeah, laugh. It's yeah. pretty wild. Oh, for sure. Like if, 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 if you were talking to somebody that told you that, you would send them to a mental institution. You'd be like, yo, listen, hey, John, I appreciate, you know, the time talking to me, but I think you need to go find some help. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like, who are people covering this up? Is ESPN covering up the deaths of these athletes? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck, it's, like it's, it's like the fucking guys running on the field. They just won't show it. I can't handle it. I mean, like, yeah. the, guy, the guy's from my hometown. He went, he went to prom with my aunt. By the way, oh, my mom, oh. We, got, we got family connection. He went to prom your with aunt, your aunt. Yeah. Was your aunt twelve at the yeah, time? Yeah, so uh, there, there's, there's <laughs> a high school, a private high school in Spokane called Gonzaga Prep, where my mom went to high school, and her sisters and the whole family went there. And John Stockton took my aunt to uh, prom, um, and luckily, 
didn't work out because uh, – I don't. I never want to be related to that dude. Well, that guy. Well, that guy is a. Well, well, hold on. I want some prom details. Let's get to this prom real quick. Uh, like. Well. Do do I, we know? Do we know? I, like, I, I don't know too much. You need to find out what the date was. You need to find I can, out. I can. I can do some research. I'll do. Hey, Andy. I'll do my own research. In this, <laughs> um. Fine. I'll come back with did, some. With did, some more did Stockton later. get any points in the paint that night? We need to know that. I, know I, I, I guarantee he, he maybe wore some short shorts. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Did he show those white hairy legs? Did he show up with those white hairy legs? <laughs> By the way, I love that. Yeah, Prano, I mean, he, you can't hear Prano. This is what I makes know. this whole so thing. So many fun. I, I just cannot hear Prano. I see him on the YouTube doing some sort of lewd gesture with a finger in the <laughs> hole. <laughs> hey, 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 but this, hey, is, this is what I want. This is, hey. And can, I, can I say something real quick? Yeah, of course. I've been wondering this the entire time that no one's ever called in. You've never taken a live call on the podcast because um, you, yeah, you're you're always kind of kind of answering phone calls. Oh, look, should I answer this? No, I need to always always miss it. And I knew I'd call in a couple times and try to get on. So, well, and but now I may have started something that's not great. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to other. No, oh, no, 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 I see what Joe's doing right there. That's rude, Joe. Uh, hey, but um, I'm sorry, but this is, this is fun. I like this. Hey, hey you, you know what happens? I'm glad. I like it too. What happens is people, it'll disconnect when I'll hit the call. And I don't uh, know, a lot of times it goes to voicemail. Um, but yeah, hey, it, it's fitting that, that you're calling. It's our 800th episode. We've, we've been doing this for almost eight years. Next week will be officially eight years. The AFC and NFC championship games. Our first episode was after yep. the famous yep. Richard Sherman interview after the 2014 NFC championship. So there's some quick, dirty sports history. I got to ask you as a longtime listener and as a hall of fame dirt ball. Oh yeah. What are some of your favorite dirty sports moments? Oh man. Some of my favorite dirty sports moments. Um, uh, first of all, I, I always loved that. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I've, I've, Andy, you're you're the best man. But I, I've never actually met you in person, but when Joe came to Seattle, we took him to a, a Mariners game that was awesome. Met a lot of uh, dirt balls there, and uh, Joe actually came over to my apartment. Met my cat. That was funny. We're drunk. Too many Miller Lights. That Wait, was you got a cat, fun. not a dog. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, multiple cats, I think. CT. Why I got two, you? I got two cats. What? Bro, why? Uh, because dogs are a whole chore and they take a lot to train. And before I retire, when you meet CT in person, Andy, you'll uh, realize he's a cat guy. Time. You he's know, cat guy. cats are the easiest thing to you just get a cat. I've been sitting there next to my cat right now. He's just, you just watch him, give him some food, give him some water. By the way, he's Randy killed. Ruther, a cat he watches cat. sports with me, but, um, dogs are tough to train. I don't have, I didn't have the time before I retired to, uh, train a dog. And I, I, I didn't, and, and hey, also living in Seattle, uh, when I lived in my apartment, I didn't want to confine a dog to my apartment versus having to give it a yard and stuff like that. So I got gotcha. you. They just let don't, me, you shouldn't yeah, know that, maybe. but that's a whole other discussion. Hey, hey, let me, uh, yeah. cause we do got to keep this show moving kind of because it's late oh, and, for I, sure. and I have to actually watch. Speaking of training a dog, I got to watch Andy him. just kicking him off here. No, I'm not kicking him off. I'm just saying I, I got to be up. Early. I got a four year old. I got to watch the next two days. When my brother's out of town. So <laughs> I, 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 I got I got daddy daycare. CT, 
you're currently in retirement. Are there any plans to yeah. do the Michael Jordan and come back more in the 45 anytime soon? Uh, you know, uh, I would highly recommend just to be retired. I mean, like you guys seem to be living your best lives, but um, low key, I got interviews lined up with a minor league baseball team here in my city. I'm living the, the tri Cities dust devils. Um, what are they so, called? The, the tri Cities dust devils. Uh, Russell Wilson played for this team. And uh, yeah, they're a double a affiliate of the angels. You know, so I got, I got a little bit, of, you know, I might Nick Yardley. I might reach out to you. My I brother. love it. And uh, it, they're they're not as cool as the sod pools, but uh, you know I'm trying to get in the sports world here, fellas, and we'll see if I can get a dirty sports uh, gathering going here in the, the old Tri Cities. We got a lot of golf, we got a lot of wine. Um, it'd be a good time. I'll be there. Well, CT Joe says we'll be there. We appreciate you calling in, Hall of Fame Dirtball. You're a legend. You uh, enjoy the rest of your night and uh, have some have some uh, some drinks for us. Oh, absolutely. I'm drinking a Miller Lite right now. Love it. Fellas, uh, you're the best. You got me through a lot of tough times in the podcast world. You guys are great. And uh, love you both. Love you, boys. Stay dirty. Fuck the Huskies. Go Cougs. Love it. We love you too, CT. Have a good night. See ya. The live call-in from a fucking shit-can CT on a Sunday night. The Sunday night pods are always wild. They are. John Let Stockton Jean. murdering CT's <laughs> aunt's vagine like she's an athlete and he's the vaccine. <laughs> uh, I knew that. I knew. I was like, Prano's got to be crushed here. And he can't get Stockton, you know, one-on-one -on -one on on jokes. On, he took on, his aunt on to the Stockton prom. coming off of like hard pick and rolls in the prom limo. I wonder if he finger banged at least. Did he smash? Like, like I got, like I was trying to be, you know, not he did, too rude. He did. He did. He he was the king of just, you know, passes into tight places, just small little openings. You'd find a cutting Carl Malone on his way to have sex. By the way, I can't stop laughing the thought of athletes dying dead on the pitch and on the court, <laughs> and no, and no one reporting it or ever getting a single picture of it. Look, man, I, 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 I mean. You got to laugh at like, uh, you know, you, you see wild things and you hear a lot of stuff. And, and at this point, I'm, I'm over just everything in general. But like, that's probably one of the funnier takes I've ever heard. Now, based on his COVID statement history and the Gonzaga alum, do you think Shabelli agrees? Hundreds of people die from the vaccine. <laughs> just hundreds of athletes dropping dead on the fields. I bet, I bet there's a good chance he, he thinks it's true. Shabelli's like, I've met Stockton. He's right. I'm helping him with this study. Shaboric. That was a good little call, man. Good little that, call. Nice little Sunday night action. Dude, and this wouldn't be dirty sports without... Uh, I forgot to play this one. I'm going to play this one. Okay. This is a dirtball... This is a dirtball who uh, saw a skyline ad. He's, but he's not from Cincinnati, which makes me think, like, were they doing a national commercial? So I have to play this. This is very Dirty Sports-esque. Well, 
What's up, guys? This is Joey from Minnesota. I'm watching the Titans and Bengals game, and um, I was trying to decide who I'm cheering for, and I, I really couldn't pick. But at halftime, I was like, it's a close game. Bengals have sucked forever. I've always liked the colors ever since I was a kid. Joe Burrow's dope. I would love to see them do some this year. I hope they win this game. And then seconds later, after I made this decision, a commercial for Skyline Chili came on. And I noticed after all of the years of listening to Dirty Sports and how, how many hours uh, of free advertisement you guys have done for Skyline Chili, I noticed I had never actually seen what it looks like. Now that I've seen it, I, I have to cheer for the Titans. I mean, what, what <laughs> the hell is that? I, I wanted to cheer for Cincinnati, but after that Skyline commercial, burn it to the ground on some Dark Knight Rises shit. I'm about to go there dressed as Bane and just blow up bridges across Cincinnati until we get that shit shut down. Uh, condoms are for chopped potatoes under the most disgusting cheese I've ever seen in my life with chili. Burn it to He's the got ground. Potatoes go there. Titans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the potatoes thing. By the way, I love that he's like I'd never seen it. Like he couldn't just Google it. Like, yeah. like all these years, he's wondered what does Skyline look at. My man does not know. You do just Google. Well, it. I think a lot of people. It's like, well, it probably just looks like chili, and then you actually see it, and you're like, no, it looks like dog food. So, the dirt balls, I've realized, like they get really worked up on food stuff. Yeah, I've I've noticed, like like that it's a millennial thing. Like if we talk about a trend of or a theme throughout eight years of this show, it's definitely. I mean, like, think, think, think about one of, you know, I would say on the Hall of Fame ballot, not a Hall of Famer, but uh, Kyle Arnofsky spends his entire life eating pork roll egg and cheeses and putting them on putting it on an Instagram blog. Like the, the, these dirt balls are committed to their food. Somebody started a, a dirtball who loves Subway, started his own Twitter handle, and he posts pictures and he tweets at me and you every time he eats a Subway sandwich. Yeah. To somehow rub it in our face. Yeah, he loves Subway. <laughs> We're like, dude, I, I know you're like trying to get one on us, but you're also giving yourself probably some sort of parasite. Stop eating yoga mats. Well, we got another call about food. This one's coming oh, hot. This one's coming hot at me. This is from one of our uh, from our Mexican dirt balls. Hey boys, Emiliano here. Long time dirt ball. I'm catching up on episodes, and I gotta be honest. For the first time in my six years of listening to the show, I have been left speechless and disappointed. <laughs> Style and Chile has been brought up as ridiculous and offensive to the Italians and the Greeks. I'm not Italian or Greek, so I don't take offense to it. Still think it's kind of ridiculous. But last week, when Rufus said he made mac and cheese tacos, I was let down on this attack of Mexican cuisine. What are you doing, Ruther? Fix your life. Attack on Mexican Condoms cuisine. Or for mac and cheese tacos. Uh, unbelievable. I think that was, was that Emiliano? I don't know. Was it? I think he said Emiliano. Who's done some attack on his Mexican people, on his Mexican heritage. So there, there's this place in Cincinnati, and they're actually they're expanding. They're not just Cincinnati. They're, I think they're expanding. This place called Agave and Rye. It has bomb tacos. It's called Agave and Rye. I'm looking at their menu now. A lot of these tacos 
will have like mac and cheese on. So like they're like massive tacos, but they will have like, like here's one. It's called the rooster. It has crispy chicken, mac and cheese, Nashville hot sauce, sweet pickles. Like they have, they put this on these huge tacos. Like I've had this one, the cousin what of What does the, that even mean? Huge tacos, like on huge tortillas? No, it's like huge taco shells. It's, it's a double shell. Hard though. taco shells. Yeah. But also they'll have a soft one in it. Like this one's Double really Decker tacos. Yeah, like this one's really good. I've had the cousin of any seasoned ground beef, tomato vodka sauce, mac and cheese, white cheddar, tobacco onions, queso queso cushion. Like, I'm just saying, man. Don't knock it till you try it. Like, I'm not out here really defending Skyline at this point because it definitely gives me uh, some bad shits, but like. I'm not trying to offend the Mexican people, man. You, dude, you're in Cincinnati. Come visit. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to some places that make mac and cheese tacos. Quality of life, son. Let's play a couple more calls and then we can. Great. We can, we can wrap this up. Okay. This, this is, we got to get JT from Jersey. He's always calling. Actually, yeah, we'll do this, and then we'll we'll do Kyle. I don't know, Kyle Arnowski Oh, there he well. is. Speak of the devil. What's that? I just mentioned Kyle Arnowski. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a call from him. Let's do let's do JD from Jersey first. Dirty Sports. It's uh, JT from Jersey, the uh, number one D three cross country dirt ball. And uh, got a question for you guys, um, especially for you, Andy. On the topic of running, what is your? Oh, this isn't actually. Let me play another call he has, because he because he wants he wants to become our official D three cross country dirt ball, and this yeah. is intertwining that. Andrew Ruther, this is your boy JT from Jersey, and I am staking my claim as the number one Division three cross country track and field dirt ball. Um, I completely agree with you. 25, way better than fucking 80 and humid any day of the week. I can confirm that from years of running, so I agree with you. And um, I want to take this one step further, Andrew, and I would like to propose uh, an Andy Ruther Spring Marathon. You know, I need it. I need it badly. And I'm going to be honest, I need it sub three hours. I know it's in you. I know deep down you can make it work. And I would love to see Andy Ruther crush that 259-59 marathon, baby. Um, who knows? Maybe even I'll road trip out and fucking run it with you. I've uh, never done a road marathon, but I've done a trail ultra marathon. So I think I can handle it, and I think we should do the uh, the Ruther breaking three. So uh, let's make it happen. Stay dirty, fellas, and uh, condoms are for Joe Barnett. Dude, he's, you've lost your mind. Now, normally you're calling in high. By the way, I'm impressed because you always sound stoned. Again debunking stereotypes you're a runner but you also like weed so that's a stereotype debunk they always say stoners are lazy uh-uh dude you realize three come on you're a runner i couldn't do four you've never broken four in your marathons dude the average pace for a three-hour marathon is six minutes 50 second mile for 26 miles do you average that if you ever run like five miles I've never pushed myself like that. 
I just did a half marathon at eight minutes and 28 seconds a mile. That's only 13 miles, 26 miles. I would legit have to like turn it into like a job in training. I don't know, man. I'm 40, bro. I'm old. I'm a man. You're probably young, you know, early 20s, 19. Which is great because you're doing condoms for Joe Barton and you've been listening since you were like 13. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I appreciate the, the, the you know, like the, the pep talk for me to do that, but come on. Driving 26 miles in LA is hard in three hours. Yeah. Let's just start with, let's start with me trying to get a marathon under four. Okay. I mentioned it. Kyle Aronofsky, another the Legend- pork roll yid. Another legendary dirt ball from uh Jersey. We gotta we we're gonna have to start doing some shows in Jersey. Well, boys, Kyle Aronofsky yeah. calling back once again from beautiful Tom's River, New Jersey, home of the nineteen ninety-eight Little League World Series champions. I'm uh, sitting here watching the Monday night playoff game. Uh, Odell with uh I think at this point fifty yards and a touchdown and he just had a nice nice uh throw down the field to uh Akers. And uh, really, just this and the Bengals win, it just shows how real the Ruther curse is. And, and I think, Andy, I think you can really prop it off of this. You should start doing cameos, and people can write in or whatever and pay you to, uh, you know, say that they're not going to do something, you know. Like, uh, there's just no way that you're going to get this promotion at work. It's just not going <laughs> to happen. You don't have the experience. You don't have the intangibles. just can't happen, you know. Uh, you can even go further, like, there's just no way that you're going to wake up tomorrow with an eight-inch cock. It just it can't happen. It's never happened. It will never happen. I guarantee you that that dude's going to wake up the next morning with a fucking hog. Comments are for the Dallas Cowboys. Andy, you should get on Cameo for the curse. Well, look, I saw there's somebody who posted something on Reddit. And, and the thing about the curse, if it's real, you know, I think it's still debatable. I mean, thank you for reviving Odell Beckham's career. That's for sure. You know, the thing is, I ha- it has to be, it has to be legit. You have to really mean it. And that's what somebody said on Reddit, which was a good point, because somebody had said that, somebody had said that on Reddit, like, "Yo, man." Uh, Somebody wrote, Ruther, if you're reading this, reply telling me I'll never become anything. I'll never make a dollar the rest of my life. And then people are like, well, dude, he's got to really believe it. But you know what? I'm not even sure that's true. Like, I, th- I think at some point this year, you realize the Bengals were going to win a playoff game. And you're like, not while Mike Brown's alive. <laughs> you, you doubled down. I don't even want to. I'm not even predicting a winner next week. Is that is that a bullshit cop out? No, you do whatever you want. I mean, I would like to see these five big Ruther curses. I mean, the Bengals is one. That's Somebody's fine. out there for sure. We have these. We have them. Dude, you did it for like there. there there's no. OK, I did predict. On. I did predict the Warriors would not lose that series. When did they you were predict, up. Didn't you? Wasn't one of the original ones like Virginia's never going to fucking. You went hard at Tug's Virginia team. Yeah, I might have said that. No, but I know when the, <laughs> yeah, I, I know when Toronto won, I was like, no way the Warriors lose this series when the Warriors were up at some point. Right. 
I know for sure. I was like, no fucking way they lose this series. Oh, there's definitely five. No way Andy Ruther calls that came true. Hey, man, maybe it's real. I don't know. Call in 310-359-8365. Start it on Reddit. I feel like there it might already be on it. I feel like there was a list made at one point. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, look, I, I, I you know, I got, I got more in me. Andy, do me a favor. Say that I'm absolutely not selling out all of my shows in House of Comedy, British Columbia this weekend in Canada. Oh, you're definitely not selling out Canada. No way. Not all of them. Right? No. no that, that's Vancouver. Yeah. House of Comedy, BC, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got a show Thursday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one Sunday. I've already been reached out to by a couple of BC Dirtballs. Hope you guys can make it to the show. Uh, Big T Dobbs looks like he's going to have some places for me to watch football. We're watching American football, NFC, AFC Championship Sunday in Canada. Wild. I've watched I've watched Championship Weekend in a lot of crazy places. Um, but Canada might be the craziest. So come out and see some shows. Nice. And then also I'll be in uh, Chicago and Milwaukee in February. Also at the end of February, the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival. All these dates and more at JoePrano.com. And follow me on all social media at JoePrano, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, except for Twitter at Fix Your Life. Thank you. Yeah, at the, at the Dirty Sports and everything. Made it 800. It's wild. 800. I mean, I'm not going to like, you know. You know, it's, it's kind of like athletes, you know, act like you, we've been here before, you know, but we, we, we've done know. more podcast episodes than anyone has ever hit home runs in Major League Baseball. No one uh, ever got to 800, Andy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm just thinking the smart studio. I will remember you. I miss it. At times I miss it. Started in the smut studio, then we went to sideshow back to the smut studio. Got my sideshow shirt on inside out right here. Yeah. I wish I still had that one. Soft, soft shirt. What's a soft shirt? I would love a where are they now? Everybody from Sideshow. Including this the the African security guy who always let us up. Oh yeah, he was who, the best guy that worked the whole place. Who, I don't know if you remember. I feel like he always forgot who we were, even though we were there twice a week. You're yeah. like, Did you don't recognize us, buddy? He's like, Where are you going? Like sideshow, <laughs> and I would love to know uh, what blogs Maria is up to. And I think Maria lives inside the demilitarized zone in like Portland or something like that. Like I think during the BLM protests, she like took up in that like weird thing. Remember when they like took over the Capitol or whatever? If I made a list of like women, you know, there's been a maybe few. she went the other. Remember the girl who stormed the Capitol in like DC? It was like, what do you mean? It's a <laughs> The revolution we're storming the capital if i'm in a list of women that have hated me and like you know there's some women out there have there's, hated me. there's a lot of them but no there's one more than maria no one more than maria like maria hated me from day one she was woke before woke was woke oh she yeah really she really like dude she was a trailblazer hair. she fucking hated you she she, she was, was like this guy is everything that's wrong she she was talking about the you I think I think your 
relationship with Maria coined the term the patriarchy. She's like, we need a name for this nonsense. <laughs> we need a name for this Dude, she- horrific historical incident. I need a ro- I need a I need a word for what Andy Ruther embodies. <laughs> she was a trailblazer because every woke, like uber woke white girl has like dyed blue hair, which she had. Yeah. Like you'll notice online, every girl who's going like crazy with some wild, weird shit, who's like uber woke is like a white girl. And like Maria, a little little chunkier too. I'm just gonna call it as it is. It's always a girl who's I like never a, but fucking never stopped. You learn nothing. It's like a girl who's a little fatter. Oh no, white girl. Stopped. She's got the blue. I'm just saying. Am I am I not wrong? Every video, and you've never seen like a girl who's like, oh, she's really attractive with blue hair. It, it's not. I, I bet you I could go by an audio. I don't know if you remember. I would like ask her questions during the show, and she hated being on air. Yeah. She, she hated you. She. <laughs> I don't know a girl who's despised me more than her. I did go to my one buddy's wedding who got married, and I learned afterwards at one point that night, literally the one girl, I was in the wedding. This was like 12 years ago, and all the women in the wedding party were like, the one was like, just so you know, we all don't like you. Like, just said it to my <laughs> face. Okay, appreciate the honesty. But that was the original. You came, you you showed up that night, and you're like, you're like, you told your friends, you're like, I'm gonna bang all the bridesmaids. And then at the end of the night, they're like, just so you know, we all hate you. And the Ruther curse was born. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I, I remember it vividly. But all jokes aside, dirtballs, seriously, thank you for all the support all these years. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So much love to the Dirtball fam because it is real and it is strong as ever. So thank you to everyone who's ever listened or supported our show. On that note, I think it's time to wrap it up, Joe Prano. Have fun with your uh, nephew. I will. You guys have a great start to your week. We made it 800. Thanks again. And as always, stay dirty.